Okay. Who's that photo of? Uh, Snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode of Art of the Short, Little Shorties, Jory and Bethers read to you a story where Jankos, bowling alleys, and some good old-fashioned vandalization are all the rage on a Friday night. We'd like to remind you that all episodes of Art of the Short contain explicit content and that a link to this week's short story will be provided in the show notes just for you. Art of the Short is an interactive literary art installation. Our little shorty episodes feature the not-so-known storytellers, where Jory and Bethers read a short story by you. Yes, a short story written by you and, of course, will make art of our interpretations. Join the conversation and send us your artwork to add to the gallery at artoftheshort.com. And follow the installation on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Art of the Short to see what others think of this short story through their art. Hi, Bethers. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you feeling about your art? Mm. How are things going for you Mm. in your life? Wow. Let's get deep. Um, okay, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> I'm well. Sorry. I'm pretty well. <laughs> How am I doing? How's my art? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm well, as I tried to say in <laughs> earnestness before, and you fully had a, a melting laugh. I am well. I'm doing well. I am well. Let me, let me, well, I'm just going to level with you. Okay. Don't tell me what your art is. I really like Nick Rossi. I think he's cool. I think Do you have a crush? His what he does is cool. The way your face just <laughs> looked. Bethany has a little like middle school crush on Nick Rossi. <laughs> I really wanted to do good art for Nick. I'm right. You're not denying. So like- I really wanted to show up on this one. <gasps> I wanted to show up on this one and really do something that might catch his eye. And what I did instead was just really biffed it. (laughs) Really biffed this one. I didn't, this isn't going to win me any affection. Okay, but I just want to put it on the record that clearly Bethany has a crush on Nick Rossi. It is not representative of how I feel about the work. Okay. You know? Sure. That I really enjoyed this piece. How's your art? My art is. It's going to explain a little bit about where I come from. Mm, It's going to like... A personal history. Yeah, sure. And then also (laughs) just like solidify my feelings a bit about what I thought of this piece Mm, of work, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which I'm excited mm -hmm. to talk about. So... I'm excited too. Let's get into it. This week's short story is by Nick Rossi. Based in Chicago, Rossi is quite the lover of the lit life. So much so, he's the co-founder and editor at Ursus Americanus Press, No Rest Press, and Sabatka Literary Magazine. His work has been featured in Funny Looking Dog Quarterly, Columbia Poetry Review, Dryland, and more. For more about his work, his life, his loves, you can find him on his socials at No Rest Nick. Featured on Rejection Letters, this is Country Lanes by Nick Rossi. A bowling alley can survive in Chicago if the suburb is south enough. 
This one has a lot the size of a city proper block lined with massive yellow spines, sitting largely empty six days a week, an asphalt canvas for drivers to make smooth curves on when leaving the gas station to head back out towards work or home or the highway. Fridays are different though. It starts after school with a few neighborhood kids crawling out from the apartment complex and the surrounding subdivisions. Their aesthetic is androgynous. Black shirts, dirty jeans, and skate shoes, uniformly large. They typically arrive alone and congregate by the far entrance to the alley near the game room, gliding across the lot in jinkos and graphic tees, greasy astronauts traversing their pavement terrain. Tonight, somebody's mom drops off a carload en route to a night shift, and they pile out, put their hair in their faces, and join the rest in awaiting sundown. There's at least 15 monster cans being passed around by the semi-goths as the sky dims. The regular bowlers and drunks start to roll up around four, a mix of recently leased Dodge Durangos and beat-up sedans filling the spots alongside the alley, four-wheeled aluminum filings magnetically pulled from the middle of the lot. Over the summer, one of the union guy's friends accidentally left his truck out in no van's land, a name given the year before to any part of the lot not along the perimeter after an incident involving an unfortunately parked Windstar that had inexplicably ended up flipped and ablaze at the far corner of the gray expanse. And the guide needed a ride to work for a full month until the insurance company could thoroughly investigate the claim that his vehicle had been mysteriously dismantled and left in a heap in the runoff ditch in front of the speedway. Ever since, the bar is a chorus of, you park, right? And you didn't pull a dipshit Jimmy, did (laughs) you? When somebody walks in after work, union or not, Jimmy hasn't been back. Responsible adults avoid the intersection entirely. No family unit has been to bowl on a Friday night in years, even before the van burning, but especially not since. This evening, a desperate father stands for gas just before the sun slips below the subdivided horizon, nervously glancing from pump to the mob of macabre teens taking up an increasingly large patch of blacktop. They all raise a neon can in one hand and a middle finger on the other until his wagon's in gear. He warns his children not to look, but they do. Seeing one of the teens spray drink in a mist from their lips, down their chin, and onto their Invader Zim hoodie. The cornfields have almost completely swallowed the dusk when a cop pulls up and parks where the Windstar once smoked. He looks like every other cop in town. White, middle-aged, buzzed head, completely unremarkable. He cradles a coffee in his crotch while trying to spread strawberry cream cheese on a bagel, big and rich filling the interior of the squad. He half-watches the kids crowd around a crave crate somebody just dropped out of the window of a rusted-out cutlass with a case of RC. A lanky teen in trip pants crouches and shoves four sliders into their mouth at once, choke laughing as their friends pour a pop in the general direction of their face. The cop sips his coffee, closes his eyes. The sky is dark and starless. 
the oil refinery billows smoke over the army training area on the edge of Joliet, reflecting itself as it does every night. Poles beam down ponds of light across the Southland. The kids drift toward the luminescent pool at the middle of this lot like goth moths. The cruiser lurks, pluming its own little exhaust cloud as it idles. The side door of the alley swings open, spilling light and the sounds polyester hitting plastic, hitting wood into the night. A woman in an overlarge bear's hoodie steps out and stumbles with the reckless confidence of the severely buzzed. She yells into a hot pink Motorola razor, Hey, yeah! This guy's in here, I swear to God, trying to set the buck hunt game on fire, swear to God! <laughs> Can you just send somebody over here? Yeah, it's gonna be an emergency oh God, if this whole place this goes so up. <laughs> Can't you just tell him? Why I gotta call him? Oh well into the lot, she registers the cop car sitting at the far end and flips the phone closed with a click. Hey, officer, hey, they need you in there. This guy's trying to burn the place down because he's saying <laughs> the game's a scam, that it ain't like real hunting at all, that if it was, he'd have the high score first try, I swear to God. Oh, my God. That was might be like the best thing I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Bow. Bow. Oh, my God. You you just made my night. (laughs) Okay, keep going, please. I can't wait. Focused on on scraping a dried booger off his bulletproof laptop, the cop doesn't realize it's time to serve and protect until the woman's thumb ring clicks frantically against his window. Then, with the agility of an aging former high school offensive end, he's up. Out and striding across the parking lot, his Folkleys flipped backwards on his head. <laughs> the woman speed shuffling behind him. A kid with faded pink hair, pig squeals until they're swallowed by the building, then turns their friend grinning. The cop had have been in there no longer than five minutes, but it had been long enough. The squad is tipped up onto its trunk and set against the light post, with the light bar strobing, washing the strip mall and neighboring apartment buildings in manic blue-red bursts. Every window on the cars busted clean out from the inside, glass everywhere. The air's thick with the scent of sulfur and burnt sugar. Somehow, the vehicular PA system's been hooked up to a portable CD player, and a loop of what one Miller-filled witness will forever recall as... Some kind of satanic scatting (laughs) distorts the suburban night. The kids are nowhere. Out of the short, out of the short, out of the short. short. Oh, the shorties! That was so weird. I'm sorry, I'm floored by your performance. I was not expecting that. Thank you so much. Like... Thank you so much. <laughs> She's speechless. Honestly, She's like, speechless. <laughs> I think day drinking all day really helped it my performance. Help you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm getting straight into it. All right. I'm, I'm excited to see what you recognize or what you think you're looking at. On my first impression, I'm not mm-hmm. going to look again. My first impression, okay. I think Bethany's made a collage of our childhood. And a lot of it is... Again, I'm not going to look. Again, this is my first impression. There are kind of like close-ups of certain 
expressions, like bodily expressions. Can you say bodily expressions? It sounds like I'm <laughs> urinating on someone. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it that's is, it. right? That's exactly it. Yeah, I was just really inspired by the time he took to describe the fashion. Oh my God, I know, right? And the aesthetic. I appreciated that because we lived that. Yes. Troy and I lived that. And if there was ever proof, I wanted to put it in the pudding here. And in an effort to like block people's faces, we just have oh, a medley of yeah. clothes and aesthetic. <laughs> this is like 1997. Skate shoes, Jinkos. oversized Jinkos, like shitty t shirts, androgynous. There's one picture on there that's a couple. It's a boy and girl couple, and they're wearing literally matching outfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're wearing the exact same sweatshirt, the exact same size pant. Oh, yeah. And there's some sincere middle fingers. Oh, yeah. So if anyone thought that, like, kids really wouldn't be this gross, or they wouldn't put up their middle fingers, <laughs> or they wouldn't, like, do weird spitting and shit, like, all true. Can attest all true. Oh, Very of accurate. Of course. I was going to say, this is a good transition into my art. <laughs> I thought this was very funny, and it reminded me of our youth and, like, getting into trouble. Okay, I'm going to look. 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 Oh, my God, Jory, what have you done? It's so good. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. It looks like an old-timey postcard. It's, like, the vibe. It's a Polaroid of bowling center. Yes. <laughs> And then there's like one of the like whiteboard signs where you can put up the letters. Like a marquee. Yeah. <laughs> in red. So it's a black and white photo. Text on the board is in red and it says, You didn't pull a dipshit Jimmy, oh. did ya? <laughs> it's so good. But I did. I loved this story because it did remind me of our youth yes. and like and just how scared adults are of teens. Oh my God. I have lit so much shit on fire mm -hmm. in my time. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. taken baseball bats to things. That's true. I related to this story. Yep. And coming oh, yeah. from a small town trying to find shit to do on a Friday trying night. Trying to find something to do. When you have no money. like That's right. You have to get creative <laughs> on our side of the tracks. On our side of town. Yes. Yeah, we were a little bit more creative. Yeah. How fucking fun. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Like the way that we understand this town. Yeah. And... The residents from just zeroing in on this one yeah. space, this one yeah. physical space. Yeah. I just think that was really well done. Oh, my God. I thought the whole thing was hilarious. And mm -hmm. thank you, Nick, for letting us read it. Oh, and I also will just say that I love Buck Hunter. So that also spoke to me. You know, I, I'm very good. I'm terrible at that That's game. why I like it. So I really understand why that guy was so worked up. <laughs> also, let's not forget... Bethany has a crush on Nick. And oh my God. Okay, but I will say, and I don't say this often either, though. Like, I was like, who is this guy? Like, okay. he's like, you see? I like his writing. Because he's like, it's, our, it's right up our alley. We understand yeah. that world. And yeah. he, he, you know, created a perfect vision of it. Yeah. So, Nick, if you're single, Bethany is too. Hit us up. All right, bye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Art of the Short, we'll be reading The Daughters of the Moon by Italo Calvino. As always, a free link to this short story is in our show notes for you. And you guys, we want to see your artwork. Mm -hmm. Please join the conversation and send your artwork to artoftheshort.com. And then please follow the installation on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Art of the Short. Yes, please. All right, bye. Okay, I love bye, you, I love you. Bye. bye. Thank you.
nip that lip. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying to you about trying to talk about this short story before. Oh, I know. It's story time. I thought you were referencing like Full House or like oh. um, <laughs> the Olsen twins. Is that something? Yeah. Is that one of their catchphrases? I don't know if it is, but you know, I love the Olsen twins. <laughs> of course, obviously. <laughs> and I will forever. They were a real inspiration to us. Um, They still are. They still are. Remember when you used all of my orange eyeshadow that I stole from, oh, whoops, that I got from Walmart? Sorry, <laughs> did I anthropology? Okay, well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You're making more work for a future editor, Jory. That's cute. 